You are listening to the NIHL Flyby with your hosts Matt Lindsay and Dave Ferrari, proudly supported by Skaters Network and Pride Tape. Welcome to episode 69. I'm your host Dave Ferrari and I'm Mackenzie Gallagher. And Mackenzie, what a week it has been in hockey, mate. I said the episode number, you kept a straight face, so we're off, <laughs> off to a good start. Now, obviously, um, to everyone's disappointment, Matt Lindsay not with us tonight. Matt Lindsay's actually on his way to the Blue Mountains. Very nice. It is nice. Good spot. Uh, yeah, it's, I've only ever been there once and it was actually with Matt. Uh, Matt's uh, family has a house out there, so Matt was kind enough to invite um, some, of, some of his hockey mates, which I was a part of. And, uh, you know, I was looking forward to doing it again this year, but he's, he's skidded me and he's uh, with some of his other mates, so I didn't, I didn't make the cut. Uh, hence why I'm here with you, Mackenzie. Make my long-anticipated return to the flyby. I'm happy to be here. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has. It's, uh, what, what, do you remember the last episode number when you were on? I don't know. It was probably a, a 0.5 episode, actually. So That's a, right. a long time going. ago now. That is going Space back. launch. <laughs> Anyway, here we are, episode number 69. Mate, you and I were both in uh, the nation's capital on the yes. weekend. Canberra, Canberra. beautiful, My sunny. Birthplace. What? Yeah, I'm a native Canberran. Okay. <laughs> okay, I sense a trade in the works. Now, what? You were born in Canberra. Yes. How and why? I thought you and I thought your parents were Nova Castrians no, through no, and through. No. Mom was born in Canberra and grew up there. So wow. I was, I lived there until, I mean, I don't remember much of it, so I didn't live there that long, but probably until I was like four or five, maybe. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't come to Newcastle until like preschool age. Wow. Just never stop learning about you, Mackenzie. <laughs> so there you are, back in your old stomping grounds. But mate, we were there with the North Stars taking on the Brave. Obviously, the Brave came down here a few weeks back. We split yep. the weekend with them. They won, we won. Uh, but unfortunately, the North Stars went up there a little shorthanded, missing uh, Czech phenom Richie Tesseric, who's overseas on vacation, yep. missing uh, our young players with the national team, Connor Schiltz and Mc, uh, Ethan Hawes. And, Ethan Hawes. <laughs> uh, and who else were we missing? Uh, we were without uh, Shane Southwood for the, for Saturday. the Saturday game. That's right. So very shorthanded and a bunch of guys fighting a bit of sickness. Lots of coughing. Um, and just and just bumps and bruises. But, mate, look, it wasn't a good weekend. We obviously got swept. We lost both games uh, convincingly. Although, I will say, the scores didn't really reflect the game. I mean, they did in the end because we unfortunately let it blow out. Well, you guys did, mate. I wasn't on the ice. But uh, it was a close game, particularly on the Saturday you know, zero zero toward the end of the first period, they go bang bang, but we respond back by scoring first in the second. It's four two going into the third, and then it just gets away from us. But mate, from a player's perspective, I guess just take us through and give us a quick player recap of the weekend. Yeah, well, it was a tough one, obviously losing both games against the Brave. But as you said, there I'd say four out of the six periods we really kept with them, even with the the shorthanded roster there. Um. Obviously, it's never a good feeling to to lose two straight games, especially against who would most would consider to be the our main contenders this season. But all the boys came back Tuesday in good spirits, and uh, we know that that was a, just a blip in our season. Like we're still whatever we are, we're like three losses all to Canberra and one win against them. So we know on our day we can beat them. Um, yeah, as you said, obviously, like, tough bus ride down there. Legs weren't moving, so that's not an excuse, but obviously didn't help. A few players battling sickness. And, yeah, I just think we gotta, we got to just take what we've learned from that weekend. We can't, we can't dwell on the losses and just let's start refocusing on to what we can take out of that weekend positively when we play them in the finals. That's right, mate. Now, uh, the other good thing is the, the size of the rink. So, obviously, the size, it's a lot smaller down in Canberra. It's yep. a different game. Um, now, one that we have to be able to adapt to to beat them in the regular season, yeah, exactly. but fortunately, we don't skate on the small sheet again this year. It's all on the big ice. We know we can beat them on the big ice, uh, and I think that's what we have to cling to, mate, uh, because I think it's going to be an epic game come the finals. I think it's pretty clear, and I mean, we can't count the uh, chickens before they've hatched, but it's pretty clear that it's either going to be us or Canberra at the top, yep. and uh, whoever isn't will be a very close second. So likely playing each other on that Friday night. 
winner goes straight to Sunday. Loser has to play the winner of three and four on Saturday. So for them to get back to the final, they'll be playing three games in three nights, which will be treacherous. So, uh, mate, I think uh, we brush that weekend off and we start again. Now, mate, you've done Canberra a couple of times now. Yep. The bus trip. I joined you guys on on the bus trip. I have actually done that not playing before. I've been down there once or maybe even twice when I've been suspended, but still made the trip. Good teammate that I am. <laughs> um, Matt Lindsay would never. No, of course not. <laughs> you couldn't get him down there if you were paying him. Uh, Canberra, hello. But uh, it is a long trip. We obviously stop on the way down at Mittagong at the RSL, have a yep. beautiful pasta lunch. Well, actually, we've got to talk about that. So we, we do stop at Mittagong. The R, it's a huge RSL, and everyone gets the standard bolognese with uh, garlic bread lunch. Fuel them up for the game. Uh, high maintenance Mackenzie, high maintenance Gallagher <laughs> over here, the vegetarian. So he has to get the special dish brought out, sitting yeah. right next to me. Yeah. And I, th- I thought, what's this going to be? But I must say, yours looked delicious. There were olives in there, oh, mushrooms, yep. sun-dried, sun-dried tomato. tomato yeah. Uh, I was a bit jealous. I think next time I'll be putting my hand up as a vegetarian for that stop as well, and I probably could avoid the meat, especially since I'm not playing that weekend. So I think I think uh, that's probably one of the rare occasions we can chalk up the victory to you uh, and you've been vegetarian. <laughs> Sometimes goes in my favour, but yeah, that was that was an interesting stop. Like kind of stopping there in the middle of nowhere. I'd never heard of what is it, Mitigong? Mitigong. Ah, uh, but yeah, it was great RSL there. The portion sizes were huge. I noticed like not, oh, yeah. not many of our guys actually finished their food, but I was luckily able to with the, the, the delicious vegetarian option. Yeah, that's right. We both did, mate. Now take <laughs> us on the bus. So obviously that one, that trip's a bit broken up. Coming back, we just we just shoot straight through, although we did have a stop because the driver needed a coffee. Yep. Uh, what is what is your advice for someone on a long bus trip like that? Like it's, what is it, five and a bit hours there? Yeah, five a bit quicker going back because it's late at night and less traffic. Do you get a nap in? Do you bring your own pillow from home? What's uh, what's the get up for well, the bus? I made an extreme error. I didn't bring the pillow, which was unwise because I saw Big Riley Tonks in front of me just having a lovely little snooze with his pillow and I had... I had green eyes there just wishing I had that pillow because I my plan was to nap on the way up. Um, I didn't get much of a sleep on the way back, but yeah, I think the pillow is an essential. Just the the week before when we went down to Macquarie to play the Bears, I made a similar issue. I bring the AirPods, slipped them in on the bus, no charge. So I was without Ooh. music for luckily a shorter trip there, but... You that really a need a, a charging bank. A yes, little, I do. Uh, backup battery bank that you, yeah. but you would have had to pre, pre-charge that as well. Um, yeah, I, being on the bus without battery or low battery phone or mm. uh, or earpods it's a stressful time that is it's just <laughs> that's some big big time adversary adversity <laughs> now mate just be, the last thing we'll touch on with the weekend of the north stars in canberra mate we saw the return of a friend of the podcast hamish powell uh i know john pinko pinkovich in the community through hockey podcast touched on it that he's got to come back he's got to try reach that 150 <laughs> games so we got him two games, games. closer 200 games. Yeah. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> so we got him two ga- two games closer. But, uh, I mean, credit to Hamo stepping in. You know, he hasn't played a contact game of hockey since 2019. Uh, looked really good. Actually made a bit of an impact for us. But yeah, uh, what were your thoughts on Hamo's play? Someone stepping right in, just kind of out of the senior ones team. Yeah, as you said there, for someone who hasn't played contact hockey in a long time, I think he did extremely well i think he probably had the most contact out of anyone on our team during those two games well he i i do know he knocked down matt price kai mietman and joey hughes uh, all with a bit of impact <laughs> and there are a lot of other bumps into the walls as well yeah no he, he definitely filled a role there and i think that that smaller ice sheet probably plays into his style even more just banging bodies being physical chipping pucks like real simple effective game so yeah i think he did really well obviously there were a lot of good performances in Canberra, I thought, which unfortunately will be overshadowed by the losses, but there are still plenty of positives to take away. Very good, mate. All right. Now we're going to jump into... Headlines, brought to you by Dropping Espresso. Headlines. So we'll go one for one here, Mac. Okay. Um, do you want to take the first one or do you want me to? Uh, you take the first All one. All right, the first one. MJS local figure skating tournament puts spectators into a head spin. Midweek punch up at the Hess. Okay. I mean, yeah, give it a bit of effort. <laughs> Nation's best gather in Newcastle. Hundreds take the ice in public skating mayhem. 
All right. So there are the four headlines that were happening around the hiss this week. Obviously, the MJS, uh, which we're going to we're going to chat about with our figure skating insider very shortly here, Trisha Burns. Uh, Midweek punch-up at the Hiss, uh, Riley Tonks, Luke Doré. We'll get to that when we go through the NHL report, which is coming up next. And right now, mate, we, uh, we're we on day one. When you're hearing this podcast, it'll be day two of the nation's best, the under-16s gathering for the national uh, Kurt DeFries tournament, who is the best state in the country. And then hundreds take to the ice in public skating mayhem was record-setting sessions that happened this past weekend here. Everyone wanting to come out and emulate their favourite North Stars or emulate Kalani Crane uh, and just carve up the ice because it was an absolute gong show in here. Uh, so there are four headlines. Now we're going to jump in. The NIHL Report, brought to you by Skaters Network. All right, the NIHL Report. We'll keep it quick this week. In the juniors, we saw three games. Galaxy 3 getting up over the Astros 1. Uh, in game one, game two was the Galaxies, Galaxies, the Galaxy one tying the Sonics also won. Now, only two goals in this game, but they both happened within 60 seconds. Within a minute in the second period, bang, bang, quick answer. Uh, and that's a tied game. Unfortunately, we don't have overtime in juniors. Might have to change that because I'd love to see it. <laughs> and then in the third game, Sonics four, Astros one, Hamish Kukuk. K- Cahoon. Cahoon. Sorry. Oh, I just had a mental blank then. <laughs> He's been away for a while. He has been away. Back overseas yep. with the family. So he uh, making his debut back on the ice uh, and just a lazy hat-trick, mate. And uh, that won the game for him, really, because they got up 4-1. to one. Division 4, Monday night. Galaxy 2 tying the Navigators 2. Two goals in this one to Ian Anstey. So doing all the work for the Galaxy. But Olivia Anderson getting the Navigators off the schneid in the first period. Uh, wasn't she happy about that? I watched this game. Uh, but no one could get it done in overtime. So that one... That, that, that's why this one then ended in a tie. Uh, in the second game, Div 4, Gal- uh, sorry, Sonics 2, Astros 1. Uh, Tuesday night, Div 2, Galaxy 6 over the Navigators 3. Uh, unfortunately, the Navigators, Josh Logan Pye, uh, just put, put one into his own net. A uh, little, little bit of an uh, error there. But, you know, it happens to the best of them. Uh, and in the second game, Sonics 3, Astros 3. That one was a pretty entertaining overtime, but no one could beat the goalies. Division 1, Wednesday night, Navigators 6, Galaxy 3. Mate, we spoke about it in headlines. We had uh, tempers just flared up over to a boil. We had Riley Tonks of the East Coast Super League and AIHL North Stars. uh, And Luke Doré just deciding enough's enough. (laughs) Getting after it. uh, Helmets off. Scrumming, I believe. It's still getting processed, but the game sheet. But I believe they both got double minors for roughing and game misconducts to hit the showers, uh, you know, and that's – I was going to make a joke there, but we'll keep the podcast clean. Um, and that was it for their night, mate. So, look, this happens. And obviously, both those guys, I know that there'd be no hard feelings after the game. Uh, in fact, I wouldn't be shocked if they uh, shared a beverage in the change room and just said, you know True. what, we're both – we're uh, a bit clownish, that behaviour. <laughs> And uh, let's be better than that. But we've seen uh, we've seen it time and time again over the years. That sometimes even even good mates just gets heated. Someone takes it a bit too far. Someone retaliates, and it's uh, it's just like when you leave the rice on the stove a little too long. Eventually, it just boils over, and uh, there's fireworks. And in the second Division One game, mate, it was my Astros getting to double digits, ten to the Sonics, two, uh, four, four goal night to Joel Fraley, and this time he actually decided to use the forehand. <laughs> so that was pretty cool to see from him. Uh, and I actually felt for the Sonics because we say it a lot, but they played a hell of a game, and it just got away from them, which is why it was ten two. But I tell you what, they scored the first goal of the game. They had us one one for a long time, and I thought. It was a very two-way game. They had some long ozone time in our end. They had chances, uh, but you know a bit of fatigue set in. We just kept the puck away from a little bit as the game wore on, uh, and that's why the score blew out. But uh, it was definitely closer than ten to two, mate. That is the NHL report. Some uh, great games in there this week. Some close ones, uh, and those those teams that played this week won't see each other again until possible playoff matchups. So. Uh, you know, Tonks and Dore, if there's any other beef, it's going to have to happen outside of the hiss or at a drop-in or, or maybe not at all, would we do? 
It's time for the flyby review. Okay, it is review time. Now this week we are reviewing some equipment. Uh, obviously a lot of events happening at the Hiss, but uh, we had a hot stick end of the pro shop this week, Mackenzie. It's a stick similar to what you are currently using in the Nexus Geo. Bauer, obviously. <laughs> uh, Nexus Geo discontinued. Yes. So take out Nexus Geo. Insert the Bauer Sync, S-Y-N-C. You've got your hands on this for the first time, mate. Give us a live look at what you're seeing, what you're feeling. Feels very similar to my Geo. Uh, obviously, this one's uh, 87 Flex, which is a bit more than I'm used to. Yeah, first impressions are great. Like I hadn't uh, seen this stick before, let alone heard of it until you mentioned before. But yeah, I think it looks great. They've kind of dropped the the green look of the Geo that was under the shaft a bit and it's replaced with just a more like primary blue, black and then sink written across the side. I see it's got the same five-sided shaft as the, the Geo does. So Yep, fits into the back of your hand there just yep. instead of being that flat kind of square shaft. On the back side of the stick, it does have a bit of a, almost like a roof finish. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I really enjoy with the Geo, so I'm sure it'll be the same with this. It's just a really nice feeling to have. Like, I'm not sure how much performance uh, that would actually help with, but as far as comfort, it does extremely well. Also, the new uh, Bauer logo on the, the shaft of the stick there. Just like a little X. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really good. And for, for being a Senior 87 Flex, extremely light. Nice, mate. Well, I agree. Look, I'm not personally. I'm not a fan of the that roof finish, um, that geo shape. Yep. Or I guess now you call it the sink shape. Uh, but it's tough for me to. It's called the ER Spine Technology, I believe. There you go. But it's tough for me to rip it because I've never actually used it in a game. But I just like a square shaft feel. Now the sink. If you notice the bower, it's very shiny. So it is. reflective off of it. Um, the whole stick, all, in fact, is all sort of colors. Yeah, really, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very shiny. But uh, look, the Geo is super popular. I know amongst the North Stars, are very popular. Um, and I think this one's going to be just as popular. And talking with uh, our Skaters Network insider Lee Turner, he says hottest stick they've had in a while. A lot of AHL teams demanding it, and a lot of go. shops across the country um, just doing big, big orders. Interesting thing about Skaters Network too, I'll let you in on some more inside information. Obviously, they had a hard time through COVID getting product. We're still feeling the effects of that. However, come August, I'm being assured, there'll be more Bauer stock in their warehouse than they've ever had even pre-COVID. So they're going to just be pounded with stock, meaning that if you want a stick, we should have your Curve Flex whatever in store. Uh, and if we don't, we'll be able to get it very quickly from their warehouse. They're from their warehouse because it is bursting at the seams. Uh, so that's a review, mate. Look, this Nexus Sync again. Neither of us have used it, but I can tell you the the eye test. <laughs> I, it, for me, it passes. It's plain enough because you know I don't like it too yeah. fancy. But it's got a little bit of bling with the reflective, cool reflectiveness off the Bauer and the Sync logos. Uh, and I think it. I think it just looks sharp. Yeah, I agree. I for me personally, I like a, a darker stick. Like I don't like the the light grey or the white. So mm. the the whole Bauer lineup right now is yeah definitely passing the eye test. Nice. And this one doesn't have a price on it, but I think they're also three ninety nine, just like all the other high end sticks, yep. uh, which is a heck of a lot of money. <laughs> but uh, I mean, hey, if it's going to get you some more goals, who wouldn't pay for that? <laughs> no, I would. It's time for the figure skating insider. Okay, Trish Burns, uh, figures, local figure skating legend. Trish Burns is actually the coordinator of the Learn Escape program here at the HISS uh, and also a judge and a figure skating coach. Now, when I say judge, not if you're going to get in trouble at the courts, <laughs> but if you are competing on the ice, she's a figure skating judge. And we're going to give her a buzz now, mate, and hopefully we've uh, caught her at a decent time. Hello. Hi, Trish. It's your favourite HISS employee, Dave Collin. How are you doing? <laughs> Good, how are you? Well, thanks. Uh, now, good. look, our good friend Gemma's teed it up that you're going to jump on our podcast and talk a bit about MJS. Is that cool? Yeah, okay. I'll do my best. Now, sitting here with Mc uh, myself and Mackenzie Gallagher. Hello. Um, obviously, we are of a hockey background, but we want to bring in the people to, to kind of understand what went down here at the Hunter Ice Skating Stadium last weekend in the MJS. Uh, if you can give us yeah. a brief kind of 
history of the tournament and uh, what the tournament's kind of geared for. All right, no worries. Um, New South Wales Ice Skating Australia actually honoured Margaret Joyton Smith, which is the um, what the MJS trophy is named after. Uh, she's had a lifelong contribution to the sport of figure skating. She has passed away now, and it would have been her. She would have been a hundred this year, so um, wow. she only passed away in 2018. So uh, I think it's we've been uh, hosting the event since 2008, so it's about 14 years, uh, and we held it again, thankfully, um, after COVID and everything, on the 24th of July, which was last Sunday. Um, there was 68 competitors from the Sydney clubs and Hunter, so. That wasn't a bad trip up the uh, freeway for our Sydney competitors. Um, we had 18 hunter skaters, so the rest were from the Sydney clubs, which was great. That's unbelievable. And, man, that is, uh, that's some impressive history. Uh, now, why is it yeah. always in Newcastle? Just because we're an outstanding rink, or is it kind of locked in that this is the venue for MJS? Uh, yeah, we were granted the actual event um, by New South Wales Ice Skating Australia when they originally were uh, the holders of it. We then took it over as a club, so it will always be held in our rinks, so, which is really good. Oh, that's excellent. So 18 skaters mm-hmm. from Newcastle. Uh, yep. I guess any big stories on the day? How did they fare? Were there any really highlights amongst the skaters? Uh, we actually, well, there were 19 divisions. So out of 19 divisions, we ended up with 14 trophies. So that was a pretty good wow. um, uh, outcome. There were five first place, uh, seven second and uh, two third places. So um, that was a really good outcome. And uh, we have the MJS trophy, which is awarded to the skater that places first in the highest division. Um, and that can be from any club, so that can be from our club or the Sydney Cub club. Um, but this year, it actually, I believe, would have gone to Julio Potapenko, who's one of our junior men's skaters, um, and he's due to compete in uh, internationally in the next four weeks. He's going overseas, and he'll be doing some junior Grand Prix events, so he's got some big stuff happening. So that was really good. That is really impressive. Uh, I guess for, yeah. for those who don't know, a figure skater's career, um, obviously we all do it for fun, especially here in Australia, but if a, a young figure skater wants to really make a go of it, we, we saw Kalani go from learn to skate right through to uh, back-to-back Olympics uh, and still That's going, right. hopefully. But what's the kind of age yeah. range? Like when do, when do skaters hit their prime and at what age the, does it really start becoming competitive where they are travelling um, interstate or perhaps leaving the country to compete? Uh, I think it takes a lot of years of training. Uh, I mean, Kalani started, I think she was about eight, and Julio was probably a bit younger, um, and he's just hitting his strides now in the uh, Junior Grand Prix. So it's usually from advanced novice that you can start going internationally, but um, certainly when you get into the junior divisions, which you can then enter the Junior Grand Prix, uh, which is the big thing, and you've got to qualify for those. You've got to have a qualifying score. Um, and be selected by Ice Skating Australia to be able to compete in those events. So to, to get there for Kalani, uh, starters and now Julio's um, stepping into that that side of it. So um, we certainly um, can uh, get those sort of results from our, our own club skaters here in Newcastle. That's awesome. Because Kalani, yep. well, she'd be, what, early 20s now? Uh, yeah, I think she's. 22. Okay, and you kind of call that the back nine for a skater's career? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know whether she's made any final decisions on, on what she's, she's doing now. She's um, coaching. She's a, a level one accredited coach, so she's now coaching as well as um, still doing some uh, uh, sh- like demonstration skates and things like that. So whether she uh, really gets back into it again from here, I think she is doing a law degree, so that's um, also taking up her time, so she's a very clever lady. Um, so yeah, it's just making obviously a decision on herself as to what she goes, where she goes from here. Oh, good on her! If she's going to do something, she just hits out of the park. By the sounds of it, law, Olympics, she can do it yeah, all. Now, exactly. what do we have to look forward to? Um, is there any other tournaments coming up in Newcastle here, or what will be the next thing where people can check out uh, our best skaters doing their thing? 
Um, I don't think we've got any more events in Newcastle. We do have state championships that will be coming up in October, um, but that'll be down in, in Sydney. Um, so it, it might be a while before we have another competition event up here. So the next thing really will be our ice show that we haven't had for two years because of COVID. So we're looking forward to putting on, um, getting all our skaters back involved with, with the ice show, which is usually in the uh, second week of December. Oh, that'll be cool. Look, if you need any hockey skaters yeah. for that, I'll, uh, I'll hit up our community and maybe we can do, do a bit of a crossover. But lastly, Trish, yeah. uh, I want to talk a little bit about Learn to Skate. Obviously, uh, you know, you spoke about Kalani doing some coaching. I uh, actually saw her out there teaching Learn to Skate, which is really cool. Someone starting skating, being taught by an Olympian, outstanding. But yep. the Learn to Skate's really taken off here, particularly over the last couple of years. They they went from one to two to now three uh, separate days of a week doing the Learn to Skate, and you're the coordinator for that. Uh, yeah. And it's just bursting at the seams. So a lot of people wanting to take up skating. How 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 busy is it right now? At the moment, we've got 353 registered, um, which is over the three days, and all our um, lower-level classes are currently full, so I'm just trying to get a lot of uh, the assessments done to move um, children up a level so I can fit more people in, which I did uh, yesterday and today, so I've moved another 12 people in, which is really great, so it just keeps the numbers growing. Um, we do have a lot of people that continue to return each block, which is fantastic because those um, kids are progressing through and uh, it's just great to see. And I know the club is hoping to put on a, an Aussie State camp, which will, you know, we'll be able to get all our, our kids that are doing Learn to Skate involved in that over a weekend as well, which will be great. Oh, that's excellent. And look, hockey or figure parents listening, um Learn to Skate is the way to go. We know players that have come through to the Learn to Play Hockey program from Learn to Skate. They're just uh, they're just so much further advanced because they have a really good foundation of skating because they've done that edge work and that balance stuff down there in Learn to Skate. So um, it's definitely not just a figure skating thing. We recommend everyone starting there because the players or hockey players that do start there tend to tend to uh, progress the quickest into the game. Yeah, I think they get those basic skills down pat and um, a lot of, we get, like you say, we get a lot of um, kids that will start in, in the LearnScape program and get those basic skills and then move on to the uh, Learn to Play Hockey, which is fantastic because they have that advantage. Uh, they've already got those basic skills going and then they can move on to the hockey skills. Absolutely. Well, Trish, we really thank you for your, for your time, giving us a bit of the inside scoop of what's happening in the figure skating, particularly MJS. And uh, we might have to hit you up as our regular figure skating insider, if you'd be okay with that. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Love it. Awesome. Thanks, Trish. Appreciate it. Cheers. No worries. Thanks, Dave. See ya. There you have it, mate. Trish Burns. Uh, Now, that's – I didn't realise that we had that many skaters, mate. Yeah, geez, that's a tremendous outcome. I think with iSports in general, I don't know what you think, but I've just seen a, a great rise in numbers and popularity recently. Yeah, absolutely. All right, mate, we're going to get back into a little bit of hockey talk uh, as I find the email here and uh, have a guess who you think it's from, mate. Uh, potentially uh, Matthew Lindsay. I'm a stats man. I think you're going to want to hear this. Stats. All right, mate, it is the stats report. <laughs> Thanks to the man himself, Tommy Z. Uh, and it's just a short one this week. Okay. But, uh, and I'm going to say this is live. So, Tommy, I hope you haven't stitched me up here, mate, with any <laughs> profanity or any, uh, anything else you might have snuck in there because we are going uh, just, just live, uh, like I said. So, uh, hi, Dave and Matt. I think what he does now is mixes them up. One week, Matt and Dave. One week, Dave and Matt. Uh, and he's just left you right out this week. Right, so. That's poor form, Tom. Yeah. Getting right into it this week, Division 1. Great work this week by the Navigators, getting plenty of shots on goal in their game with the Astros. Unfortunately, a bit of a shaky start put them on the back foot for the game. The Navs have been playing a really structured defensive game this season with the fewest shots against in the division and tied, for, and tied second for shots four with a plus eight shot differential per game. Now, the breakdown of that, mate, I think is the Navigators being the East Coast Super League team. Yep. Um, 
playing with structure because you have to at that level, mm. being well coached, being able to lock it down uh, when it matters. Yeah, definitely. That's I, what I took away from that. Yeah. Div 2, big upset this week with the Galaxy getting up on the Navigators. The Galaxy are a difficult team to read, clearly showing that they can beat any team on the night, but also can have a complete meltdown, allowing six or more goals in six games this season. Steady heads and a disciplined game, and they are a real danger to pull off the Bandits' miracle run from a few years ago and win the playoffs. Obviously, we know the Bandits don't think they won a game all year. (laughs) Win the championship. Stole the cup. I think that's true, mate. The Div 2 Galaxy, we know... Uh, you know, the 60s line of uh, Stevenson, Dore, Palmer. But uh, when they're together, they're just, a, you know, a, a three-way threat. But uh, they don't often always make the games. Division three, really tight division with strong play up and down the table with no teams getting blown out of the water with their shot rates with all teams within three shots per game of each other. Going to be a division to watch in the finals for the for the parity in the division should be some close games in the next few weeks. So really just saying it is tight from top to bottom. Div 4, congratulations to Evan Hocking, getting his first points of the season, getting a tie and only allowing two goals on 27 shots. That's impressive. The race, the race for the... The race for first in the division is open for the taking with only three points separating first and third. From the start of the season to now, this division, this division has seen the biggest improvements going from an almost guaranteed two-horse race with two teams not getting a single point until week four to now having three teams in contention for first. Great to see. And that is the wrap-up from the Stats Man. <laughs> now, you have practice in one hour's time. I do. You're already in your skins. Look at that. <laughs> well prepared. Well, well prepared. Now... Uh, this last week's now I don't think we did it last week I know we might have done it the week before it's all a bit of a blur it's all very much a blur alright here it is mate that's right it is the who are you segment and uh, last week we had this now this player they've come and gone from the sport one of the clues was uh wolves an old wolves player uh, i added a clue of likes to ride on two wheels yep mate the player was sophie lydiard sophie young player that came through our learn to play program quickly progressed through the ranks uh and now is a bit of a motorbike rider um, and doing it all so the players that got that correct, obviously, Brendan and Sherry McCormick. Always. Can't get anything by those two. Uh, and the, there's only three of them. The other player, it's all person, <laughs> Benny Donaldson, North, Newcastle North Star's loudest fan in the building. <laughs> so well done to those three, Sherry, Brendan, and Benny D. Now I'm going to fire into this week's... This week's Who Are You, Mate? We know for a fact they have the longest legs in the NIHL. We also know for a fact that somehow, miraculously, they scored in three different divisions <laughs> during the space launch season. We have a nickname for this player, but if it wasn't what we call them, it could also be the Wolf. That's this week's. Any ideas there, mate? Don't, I think don't, don't spoil it. I won't spoil it, but I think I've got a pretty good idea who that could be. All right, mate. Now, look, it's a very short pod. A little alarming, actually. Too short. <laughs> <laughs> Have we flown through it? I don't, I don't know. Do we need to add in a banana phone? Potentially. Well, it is very short. So only because it's, uh, it's short, uh, we might give a, a quick... <laughs> Hunter, mate, it's your hockey idol, Dave Ferrari. 
and uh, one of your best friends, Mackenzie Gallagher, here for the podcast, mate. How you doing? Okay, how are you? Dude. Look, mate, we, uh, we were, earlier we were talking about the North Stars' uh, disappointing weekend and uh, we came up with the conclusion it was on the back of the play of Hunter Allen. So we thought we'd get you on the line and uh, just ask you about the weekend that was in Canberra. Uh, was, was that your first time playing in the nation's capital? Uh, no, it's not. I believe I've played there uh, multiple times through like juniors and coming up, but it's, it's, been a, it's been a few years, to say the least. Okay. Uh, now, look, you're a big man. You're, uh, you nicknamed the Huntsman. you got the big legs, and you're uh, probably, probably the tallest man on the team, I imagine. Oh, maybe maybe, maybe Dash. Dash. Yeah, Dash, might, Dash might just have him. Yeah. Dash might have you, but if you wear that hair in a top bun, mate, <laughs> I reckon you'd, you'd have him. How does, how does the game of a big man suit the small rink that is uh, the Phillip Swimming Centre in Canberra? I think it's definitely an advantage having the the longer legs and the smaller ice. It only takes a few strides you really get going. But uh, other than that, in the tight corners, you know, don't have as much room. So it has its advantages and its disadvantages for sure. Yeah, that's that that is fair enough. Uh, well, look, mate. I, on a serious note, I did like your game. You were quite fearless. You end up playing a uh, fair fair few minutes at times. Um, which was good to see, doing the job down the middle, a center. It's the hardest position to play in hockey, but I thought you did a good job of it. Now, take us Thank through you. what you have going on. Uh, you're living the student life right now, but uh, where are you studying? What are you taking? Uh, so I'm currently at Newcastle University. I do a double degree of business and commerce, and then I major in finance, economics, and uh, international business. Okay, so that's uh, that's that's money, <laughs> the money man. That's money for those who don't know. <laughs> what uh, what's the long term goal? What kind of what kind of job do you want to spin this into post university? So I'm thinking somewhere along the lines of uh, investment banking and in the business deal side of it, more than the market side. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's well over my head. But uh, look, mate, we learned something uh, about you this week, or I did, and that is, uh, how old are you, Hunter? 20? 20? I'm 20. 20. 20. So you're 20 years old, um, and your skates are about <laughs> half as old as you are. You've had these skates, skates since peewee. Tell me this isn't true. It's true. It is true. Can confirm. Wow. So, where did you get the skates and what size are they? So, I was in Quebec for the Peewee International Tournament and, you know, thought it was time for some new skates. Got a size 12 <laughs> and they're good quality. Can't get past them. Well, mate, they've they've, they've held up the test of time, that's for sure. But I just try to picture a. Uh, <laughs> A kid in Peewee, which for everyone who doesn't know is under 13, in size 12 skates. There's no one else on our team that uh, wears over a 10. No, I think in Peewee, I think I had a size 3 skate. Wow, okay. So for context, <laughs> you could have fit four of Mackenzie's skates in yours. <laughs> Mate, that is, that is some boats on the feet, but obviously they fit you. You just grew into them perfectly because they fit you well now. Yeah, it's good. I got a size 14 shoe at the moment, so... Jeez, you, should, with that. you should have been playing basketball, mate. How tall are you, actually? Uh, six foot four. Six foot four. Now, when did you hit six foot four? What age were you? Say around 18, maybe 19. Okay. Okay. So pretty new to the six four. Now, my <laughs> earliest memory of Hunter is in the only Adams tournament here in Newcastle. Uh, you guys won that. Do you remember that, Hunter? I do indeed, yes, against Canterbury. Against Canterbury. Now, I believe it's the only time uh, Newcastle have ever won that only Adams tournament, now known as the Ice Rumble. Um, The only team to ever do it. Do you remember the game-winning goal? do indeed. There's about 20 seconds left. (laughs) Coming down the right-hand side of the ice. Yep. And then I believe a cheeky snipe drop left corner. It was very cheeky indeed. Uh, the goal was unbelievable. The the roof almost lifted off the, the building. And then uh, what's etched into my mind and will be forever is the, the visual of you 
skating back up the ice, uh, kind of bottom of the circles to the far blue, legs straight together, straight up like a bean pole, arms spread wide, eyes to the ceiling, just lapping it all up, knowing that you had sealed the deal for the tournament game-winning goal with the rest of your team going mental, chasing you down behind you, and you just looking to the heavens. That sounds about right, you know. I've, I've stuck with that celebration until now as well. <laughs> nice. Well, I tell you what, the hands man. go straight up. <laughs> they do. The next goal you score, I want the hands out wide <laughs> and I want you looking to the heavens because uh, I want the same Sally. Hopefully this Saturday. Hopefully this Saturday. Now, you got the Ice Dogs, mate, uh, this Saturday. What's the game plan? Got to get back in the win column. Yeah, definitely have to get back in. All the boys just, you know, Reset, go again. Um, hopefully, get a few players back this weekend as well. Yeah, very yeah. good. Very good. Take it to them from the start of the game. I like it, mate. I like it. Well, look, you're uh, you're not far off getting on the ice for practice. Yeah, you're probably pulling up at the hiss as we speak. Uh, we could have got you in for a real in-person <laughs> one. But anyway, we thank you for your time, mate, and we uh, we look forward to watching you this weekend on the ice. Number 96 for your North Stars, the tallest man with the longest hair on the ice. Um, we'll, we'll see you out there Saturday. Perfect. Thanks for having me. Thanks, mate. And we're going to go from that interview straight into this interview. We're going to transition from Hunter Allen, the big man huntsman, straight into Matt Lindsay. That's the beauty of call waiting. <laughs> Maddie, where are we in the travels? Are you at the Blue Mountains? Are you in the car? What are you doing? Mate, I have. I'm at the palace right in front of the fire. It's a nice 25 degrees. Got oh. the feet up. Ruben's down, mate. He's, uh, he looks absolutely passed out, actually. We've got him on a little webcam here. Life's good. Okay, that's good. Now, mate, I'm not there. I've not seen you at all today, uh, but I have been to the Blue Mountains with you once. Um, mm-hmm. But just to prove how well I know you, mate, tell me you're not right now wearing a pair of NSA trackies <laughs> and a pair of Australia, Australia socks. <laughs> oh, no, actually, mate. I've got, uh, I've got some crazy socks on. Oh, okay. Oh, I, think that's, I think that's the brand. Yeah, Crazy, crazy socks, crazy sticks. I love it. Very good, mate. Now, look, we've, uh, we're at the end of the podcast. We're at 45 minutes. Um, we kind Ooh, of flew through everything. We've spoke to Trish who's Burns. Who's, who's we? <laughs> Mystic Mac. Oh, you <laughs> Mac G. Mystic Mac because I predict these things. I'm just sat back in your seat. Mac G is back. Mate, you better not be sitting in my seat. <laughs> Uh, you adjust any of those knobs, mate. I'll be furious. <laughs> I've already changed the desktop <laughs> wallpaper. It's it's all it's all custom. Yeah, it's it, it's him <laughs> just uh, staring down the camera camera in the North Stars jersey. He's <laughs> taking your photo off the wall. It's all happening. <laughs> it's all happening, mate. Oh, what a perfect uh, replacement, mate. Well done. <laughs> last minute too. Oh, absolutely. That's last great. minute. Uh, just just. He's pull. always available, eh? Just. Does nothing, so <laughs> they, they say the, the call, he's there within a couple of minutes. <laughs> they say the best ability is availability, and uh, that, that's Mackenzie through and through. <laughs> so, mate, look, we've talked a lot about Unreal. hockey, a lot about figure skating. Um, mate, what's been news for you this week? Uh, you know, we've heard of Davey Day Trader, but what is going on <laughs> with you? I hear there's a new get-rich-quick-or-slow scheme. What's the story? There is, mate. Mate, I don't know if... If you do have any stocks, but I do have a couple at the moment. I checked today. I'm up three dollars, oh, but, but overall down eleven. So okay. <laughs> things okay. aren't looking too great. It's up and downs. You just you love seeing the green. It's been red for a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. So just yep. given that you know it's yeah it's very pleasing to see, mate. So now it's all about a long game. Everyone keeps telling me just get the uh, the indexes and wait. You know, forty five years. I'll be. Probably in a wheelchair at that point, but um, anyway, we'll uh, hopefully get some get some good shares happening, mate, and get some residual dividends, is what they call them, where you just live off them. You don't have to work anymore. It just sounds like the dream. So anyway, we'll aim for that for around 75, 80 years old. We started too late. <laughs> no, mate, I like it. And you're talking, you're talking the lingo. You know the language. Uh, you're pretty much professional. Oh, mate. I don't, know what, I don't know what I know. Hunter's doing wasting his time actually going to school for these things. <laughs> but uh, all, all you needed was two weeks of YouTube. Two weeks, exactly. Now, mate, I will ask. The poor guy's you, probably have 30 grand of hex debt for it. Oh, think how many shares I could buy. 
Exactly. Jesus. But anyway, the <laughs> the uh, the app the app that you're using, uh, and I want an honest answer here. How many mm. times a day are you checking that app to seeing if you're Way green too or many. red? <laughs> Way too many. It's an addiction, which is pathetic because there's not enough money in it <laughs> to really warrant looking at it that strong. But uh, it's, I don't know, it's just, you know, it's exciting to look at companies do well. Yeah, we have a company. We should put. We should list ours, mate. We, we've I was going to say, yeah, we've got some stocks. Mate, the NSA yeah, could exactly. go public here and uh, we'll be in there, uh, hopefully not in the red. Actually, I was about to say, I don't know if I want added pressure from people that we don't know, making sure our company is successful. Yeah, we barely out, do it as is. Put out PDFs of uh, of the big yeah. business meetings we have. Exactly. But, mate, that's been my life the last two weeks. But, um, unfortunately, I don't think I'm uh, going to be in the Senior One game this weekend. I'm, I'm still trying to work on logistics. But uh, if, the, if it comes to fruition, it'll be you driving to my house to pick up my hockey gear and throw it in the back of you. Okay, well, that, that can be arranged. So uh, yeah, yeah, back on the I haven't run that back. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> hey, 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 easy. <laughs> Where, do you guys play this week? Yeah, you do play this weekend, actually. Yeah, Saturday night at the against Hunter Aesthetic Stadium the against the, uh, the doggies, the good dogs, the bad dogs. They've been at all. Yeah. So you might get another point back. Oh, hopefully. Well, that's it. Well, you know what? And I'll give it to Mackenzie. He's just humble as it can be. We've we spoke about the games in Canberra at nauseum, and not once did he mention mm. that he scored. <laughs> oh wow! Can you believe that's, that? That that is no, I can't actually. He's um he's a massive bragger when he's in our office, so that's pretty surprising. Yeah. Um, but mate, I missed it actually. Did have have you gone through the goal already? Because no, it was a Sunday, I think. Um. I heard it was some sort of tip, but uh, is that true or was it a rebound or what happened? Yeah, it was a bit, a bit of a rebound from a Shane Southwood shot. Oh, Jester. Unreal. <laughs> he still can't score, right? It's unbelievable. <laughs> he can't. He's got to be getting frustrated. I'll tell you what, get the lotto numbers, Mac, because it was just fluky as all get out. But it went in, <laughs> mate, that, nonetheless. Um, I mean, it wasn't as nice as my goal against Canberra all those years back that uh, forced the game to, to uh, shoot out, so it got us a point. Max really did nothing yeah, for us. But true. anyway, it's a goal nonetheless. <laughs> He's now got more than me. So how many are you at on the season now? Well, I think I had more than you after the first game. Yeah, anyway, that's, uh, <laughs> that's enough from you, Mac. We've got Matt Lindsay on the banana phone right now. <laughs> Maddie, uh, the Blue oh, Mountains, are we, what's the weather like up there? It's actually great. It's, uh, it's cold. It's only that's oh, it. right that's now. What probably. It, that's what you want at the Blueies. You want to be just cold. No, exactly. I'd say it's one or two degrees right now outside, but um, it's not snowing. I wish it, I kind of, it was, it was planned originally that there might have been snow, but the sun is out shining, blue skies, the blind point's open, the sisters are open, so... Got plenty to do, mate. Going to um, put the hiking boots on tomorrow and you know, and uh, make some memories with Ruben. I'm sure you'll remember it being eight months old. But um, anyway, he'll be able to look back at the photos. Nice, mate. Make sure you get those uh, Team Australia socks nice in there under the hiking boot. <laughs> but, uh, look, I will just share a quick story before you go. We obviously last, uh, for whatever night it was, maybe perhaps Friday, I was out and about with, uh, with Kev, North Stars co- coach Kev. Um, and I went to Foghorn in town, you know, they're known for having some good wings at Foghorn and, uh, there's Matt Lindsay just schmoozing his workmates, um, you know, beer in hand, <laughs> just, just living it up. Anyway. You fa- me. Yeah. Got you. So then fast forward to, uh, last night, Wednesday night after our game, Matt just complaining about how he's tired and, and I'm like, man, I never really see you outside of, of, uh, hockey anymore and, and Matt just looked at me, just defeated, and said, "Mate, I don't leave my house past five PM. I've got a kid now." I said, "Matt, I saw you at Foghorn last Friday." <laughs> to which he said, "Yeah, but yeah, well, yeah, true." So he's just absolutely Mate, busted. Baby brain, the memory is cooked. So Matty's forgot pop, that he pop goes that out with a few conkies. Yeah, exactly. Matty can't remember that he uh, hits town hard every Friday night. But anyway, <laughs> look, mate, we'll let you get back to it. Uh, I can hear no the boys calling. So you enjoy your weekend off. Um, Thank you, Jen. Rest assured, this podcast is going to hit the air tomorrow or today for those listening Friday, and uh, and all is well. Um, 
and you know the place wouldn't have burnt down. And I will take Mackenzie's pictures off the wall before you return. <laughs> so all is well here at the NSA. You office. better, mate. You better. I know there's a spare chair in there. So how about you uh, get off my chair, Mac, and and sit on that one, mate? I've actually got my feet laid across the other, the spare chair. He does actually. He's very very comfortable here. It's alarming. <laughs> Too easy, boys. Thanks for all calling. Right, Good luck this weekend, Mac. Cheers, um, thank you. And Davey, I, I may still see you on Saturday night. We'll see what happens. All right. Sounds good, mate. We'll talk soon. See you guys. Bye. See you. There you have it, mate. That is uh, ends up being a quite long banana phone segment. Uh, and double. now they beefed up our episode. Now we're <laughs> up now near towards the hour mark, good which is good. You know, you don't want it too long. But uh, I think we will wrap up uh, on that. We need more dolls. <laughs> and we do. That's not the outro. <laughs> the... Uh, the outro, I tell you what, when it comes to this board, I am. Because are All right, guys. Now, we have a little post-podcast editing, a uh, little awards show because we have five winners of the Jess Fuller Photography Prize Packs. Try saying that quickly. Uh, these these people have been active online, active in our community, and, uh, and are the recipients of uh, some great photo packs, which Jess Fuller has kindly donated. The five winners are Scotty O'Brien, Scotty O, Brandon Prince, Katie Freeman, Jason Polglace, and Ruby Flannery. Well done, guys, and thanks again to Jess Fuller Photography. Um, you're going to be looking real good in some pictures coming your way. We will be in contact, but once again, thanks again. The outro is here, mate, as we just blend it in. Uh, any last words for the listeners this week? Uh, not really. Just uh, excited to see everyone come down to the Hiss on Saturday to watch us play the dogs. And if you uh, want to spend more time at the Hiss this weekend, remember we have the Kurt DeFreeze U16 National Championships free entry, uh, best hockey in the country. And you're going to see a lot of Newcastle boys represented as well. The Garris brothers are in there, yep. uh, Dakota Cooper, uh, and probably more. Uh, but my memory is a bit like Matt's. It's mush. So get down to the rink, check out the national championships, check out the North Stars, and we will see you all next week. See you guys.